baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Armstrong and Getty Late Nights. This is KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. 28 degrees this morning. President Biden is urging the Senate to sign off on legislation blocking a rail strike next week. After a bipartisan majority in the House approved a resolution imposing a tentative labor agreement between rail companies and unions, White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre is pressing the Senate to do the same quickly. A rail shutdown uh, would have a grinding effect on our economy. The measure preventing a strike likely will need at least 60 votes to advance in the Senate. Lawmakers from both parties are expressing concerns over congressional intervention. Our team is going to continue to work on that uh, to make sure that we avert this. The House did pass a separate measure giving rail workers seven additional days of paid sick leave. That has been a key sticking point in labor talks. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. One person suffered smoke inhalation in a house fire in southwest Wichita. That happened yesterday afternoon in the 3700 block of South Hoover Court. First responders finding flames coming from the home. One person was reported in serious condition because of smoke inhalation. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. A Wichita man was sentenced Wednesday to over 13 years in prison for a 2017 murder. 21-year-old Jeremiah Tate pled guilty to second-degree murder in the death of 19-year-old Nakari Moore and battery of a law enforcement officer in October. Police said in December of 2019, Moore had been paying a bill at a cell phone store. As he was leaving, Tate fired several shots into Moore's car, killing him. Tate has been in custody since his arrest in 2017 and will have that time credited to his sentence. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. A third person who experienced a suspected fentanyl overdose over the weekend has died. It happened Sunday in the 2900 block of South Washington. Police found two people deceased in an encampment south of the John Mack Bridge. Police say 20-year-old Stevie Metz and 35-year-old Brandon Randall were found dead. 31-year-old Cody Maxey died after being taken to a hospital. Another woman remains hospitalized in critical condition. Parts of the South are cleaning up after devastation from multiple tornadoes. Fox Weather's Max Gordon reports in Bassfield, Mississippi. Bassfield is unfortunately no stranger to tornadoes. An EF4 tornado hit this county back in 2020. Now they're cleaning up once again. This after a harrowing outbreak of severe weather across the South with lightning lighting up the sky and trains of storms spawning twisters. From Tuesday afternoon and into the night, more than 30 reports of damaging winds above 58 miles per hour. Reports of hail the size of golf balls and limes and 34 reports of tornadoes with four Confirmed. The majority of the tornadoes were reported in Mississippi and Alabama. The Montgomery County Emergency Management Director says at least two people died in Alabama 
after a tornado ripped through the area early yesterday morning. The city of Minneapolis, Minnesota, has settled a lawsuit on behalf of 2020 protesters. Twelve protesters will split a $600,000 settlement following their treatment by Minneapolis police during the unrest following the 2020 murder of George Floyd. The American Civil Liberties Union made that announcement Wednesday. The city also agreed to curb police responses to lawful protests, including the use of pepper spray and non-lethal projectiles. While there was some looting and fires set during the days-long 2020 demonstrations, Minneapolis forces came under criticism for their response. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 604, four minutes past six o'clock. 987 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen Ted of the Morning, KNSS 608 now, eight minutes past six o'clock. Here on a Thursday morning, Wichita Public Schools hosting a vaccine clinic today. Flu vaccines and COVID boosters will be available from four until six this afternoon at the Alvin Morris Administration Center at Lincoln and Edgemore. Health insurance cards and COVID vaccine cards are required. Parents of students are picking a legal fight with the Montgomery County, Maryland school system over its latest transgender policies. A group of unnamed parents is suing, arguing the school system is encouraging staff to withhold information from parents regarding their children's gender identity expressed at school. Clinical psychologist Dr. Erica Anderson has joined the fight, warning this policy threatens to rip families apart. All children need their parents, and parents are, in my experience, well-meaning. They love their children. We don't want to shut them out and deprive them of the opportunity in this area to love their children in a way that's best for them. Anderson is transgender herself and has filed a brief trying to help the parents in this case. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. Many retail stores are reporting, uh, report, reportedly expected to raise prices to cover costs from rising theft nationwide. Just what we need, higher prices in the thick of the holiday shopping season. But that's what some economists are saying. Due to rampant crime, often coordinated retail theft we've seen over the last couple of years. Experts say the main culprits are usually gangs of professional shoplifters that have this down to a science, like a well-oiled machine. They call them smash and grabs. It's happening to small boutiques and especially to big chain stores like Nordstrom and Target. Target in particular expects to lose over $600 million in gross profit by the end of the year due to what's called shrinkage from shoplifters. Fox's Anita Vogel reporting. KNSS News Time now, 610, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock. And here on your Thursday morning commute. We don't have uh, much traffic volume right now, so traffic running pretty smoothly in the Wichita area. A little bit of a slowdown near the South Junction, down near uh, I-235 and, and the Kansas Turnpike and I-135. But uh, uh, that's in the northbound lanes a little bit. But other than that, everything's running pretty smoothly right now here in this Thursday morning. KNSS Traffic Update is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. It's located downtown at Market and Waterman. You can also go online at carlstire.com. It's your home for complete car care. Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. 6.11 now, 10, uh, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. Let's check the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. 
Good morning. With a mostly clear sky, it is cold here this morning, but temperatures will gradually start warming up into the afternoon. Strong winds develop out of the south, gusting as high as 40, even 45 miles per hour. So a wind advisory goes into effect. We're high near 50, clear and 40 overnight, sunny and warmer tomorrow with a high 68. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. And now partly cloudy sky, 28 degrees. We have a south wind at 13 miles per hour. Celebrate a decade in Delano Saturday, December 10th from 11 to 7 at the Monarch with two new commemorative whiskey releases, special beers from local breweries, and new merchandise celebrating 10 years at the Monarch. That'll be a big birthday party coming up on the 10th. 612 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Today is Thursday, December 1st, 2022, first day of the, the new month. It's the final month of the year. That's right. A sunny day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature was 41 degrees, with temperatures falling during the normal high for the date uh, is uh, 51. Uh, no, temperatures weren't falling. No, it was a pretty nice day yesterday. I was looking at my all. notes from yesterday. Yeah, I got out for a walk. I don't know, don't yeah, know if you I had time. Yeah, a little bit, too. Did you have it a little was a pretty nice day. Yeah. Nice sunny day. Yeah. Uh, I had to put a stocking cap on, but yeah, other than that. Yeah, the end of November. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. Uh, on this date, well, in 1983, not on this date, but the average temperature in Wichita for the month of December in 83 was 16.4 degrees, making this the coldest December on record for the air capital and the second coldest month ever. That was in 1983. The coldest month on record was January 1940 with an average of 16.2 degrees. That's some cold, that is cold, a cold weather. Little cold month. The special date for Ukrainians on this date in 1991. Ukrainians voted overwhelmingly for independence from the Soviet Union. And today, uh, the Soviet Union didn't like that. Russians didn't like that. So that's what you know, they're still trying to. Russians are still trying to get it back together. The uh, uh, the New York-based Center for Jewish History is launching a project offering DNA testing kits for free to Holocaust survivors and their children. This is an effort to help possibly find family connections torn apart in World War II. Genealogists say the advent of DNA technology has opened up a new world of possibilities in addition to the paper trails and archives that exist. The center had allocated an initial $15,000 for the DNA kits in this initial pilot effort, which would cover about 500 of them, says efforts could be ramped up further if there is enough interest. The uh, One of the things that, uh, this sounds racist, but it's not, the, German, the Germans in Germany and the Nazis were really good at, was they kept records, copious records. Now, finding them and doing something with them, that's another deal. But I've, I've read in my history, I've read that, yeah, they were compulsive about it. They kept records of, of people and what happened, so. And some of them, they didn't keep records on purpose, I understand, but they, they, they were record keepers. A cutter welcomes more than a million fans, as cutter welcomes more than a million fans for the month-long World Cup, even as camels are working overtime. I know that uh, we should be very concerned about camels, but an influx of visitors the tiny emirate has never before seen is rushing to check off a bucket list of quintessential golf tourist experiences, one of those Ride on a camel's back. Also, take a photograph with a falcon and wander through the cobbled streets and alleys of old markets. Yeah, that's stuff I want to do. 
On a recent Friday afternoon, hundreds of visitors in soccer uniforms or draped in flags waited for their turn to mount the humpbacked animals. Take a ride on a camel. Well, I mean, this is why Cutter bid on the World Cup, was to get people from the entire globe to come to their little country. You've seen the f- pictures of the skyline and the buildings in that place? Yeah. They must have a, a skyscraper for, for every free people in that country. Pretty much. It's a wealthy, nice. it's a wealthy little place. Yeah, a lot of oil money there, of oil. Yep. You want to see what the, <laughs> when you go to the pump and pay all that money, a lot of that money's going right over there to the to those people and... They, they build a lot of buildings. They sure do. Well, I had no desire to go to Cutter, but uh, would you want to go there, Ted? Uh, it's not high on my list. And would there you are many ri- other places that are high on Would you list. want to ride a camel? I've already ridden a camel. Have you? You can ride a camel at uh, Tanganyika. Oh, that's right. Well, I don't... It's not I don't like be... you have to go halfway around the world to ride a so, camel. So you ride up on top of that hump thing? Yeah. Hmm. Is that comfortable? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, every time I think about camels, though, I mean, the guy up by uh, Nickerson, the guy who's got the the, uh, the wildlife, uh, he's got a little ranch there. The guy who does the pig races, I can never remember his name. He's got camels up there, and they're just nasty. <laughs> Make noises and slobber comes out of their mouth and all of it. They're nasty. It's like you. <laughs> well, we You're have just... a lot in common, I guess, with the, with the camel. I've got a big hump on my back over here. But, you know, uh, what I was going to say, whenever I think about camels, I think about Ted Bradyhoff and camel races at, at Wichita camel State Camel races football at Wichita game. State, yep. Yeah. During the Bradyhoff years. Of course, that's never happened again anywhere that I know of in college football. But. <laughs> camels. That's, I have ridden an elephant, and I will not ever that, do that, it that's again. That's another one that's not comfortable. Oh, my word. Oh, those those animals are not made for riding. Uh, six seventeen now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Let's uh, steer away from Mother Nature and into the sports world now with Ted Woodward and leadoff sports this morning. Yeah, we got a lot of sports this morning. Do you? Well, we'll okay. start up in Lawrence with college men's basketball action tonight. Ninth-ranked Kansas hosting Seton Hall, part of the Big Twelve Big East battle. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as an eight and a half point favorite at home. Fourth meeting ever between these two. First time that the Pirates have ever been to Lawrence. You might remember the last time these teams met. It was five years ago right here in Wichita, downtown at Interest Bank Arena, second round of the NCAA tournament. KU has won 11 straight games in Allen Fieldhouse. They look to keep that home string going with a game tonight against Seton Hall. So you've got live coverage of the Jayhawks at 6.30 this evening. The game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight. Listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. In men's action last night, Kansas State was not able to stay undefeated. The Wildcats suffered their first loss of the season, losing at Butler 76-64 as the Bulldogs shot 55% from the field and KU could not recover from a 12-point deficit at halftime. K-State has never beaten Butler 0-2 all-time. That was also part of the Big 12 Big East battle. That was up at historic Hinkle Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. 7,600 fans were at that game last night. K-State now 6-1 on the season. The Wichita State women continue to win. They beat Denver at Coke Arena last night, 61-54. 1,100 fans on hand as the Shocker ladies win their fifth game in a row. They haven't lost a home game yet this season. Shocker junior DJ McCarty, 19 points, and she was 8-for-8 shooting from the field. Did not miss. Shocker women are now 6-1 on the season. We have Thursday night football, pro football tonight right here on KNSS. It's the New England Patriots hosting the Buffalo Bills. FanDuel has Buffalo as a four-point favorite on the road. 
Live coverage of Thursday Night Football at 6.30 this evening. Listen live right here on KNSS. Juco men's basketball. Big upset win for Butler Community College last night, going on the road and beating 11th-ranked Coffeyville, 70-64. Coffeyville's first home loss of the season. Dennis Higgins had the call of that game last night on KFH. Butler was down by 14 points at halftime, and then they scored 52 points in the second half. Wow. Came back and beat Coffeyville. Must have been a good halftime speech last night <laughs> yeah. for the Butler Grizzlies. The uh, In women's basketball play, Kansas wins again. Jayhawks beat Texas A&M 74-42. They had lost 11 in a row against the Aggies, but not last night. KU, uh, KU women are off to a 6-0 start on the season. College football, the all-conference Big 12 teams announced yesterday. Some of the honorees include Felix Anudike Azuma. A junior from Kansas State is named the Defensive Player of the Year in the Big 12 Conference. Big defensive end, and he is a pretty pretty good. Pretty good football player. Yep, seven and a half sacks on the season. Lots of tackles for losses. Cooper Beebe, junior at K-State, was named the Offensive Lineman of the Year in the Big 12. Also all Big 12. At fullback, Ben Sinnott, sophomore from K-State. At defensive back, Julius uh Julius Brent, a senior from K-State, and Kobe Bryant, a sophomore from Kansas, all named the All-Big 12 teams. College volleyball tonight is the first round of the NCAA tournament. Kansas is taking on Miami. The Jayhawks are in the NCAA tournament for the second straight year in volleyball. That'll be at 4.30 p.m. That match will be played in Lincoln, Nebraska. In the National Hockey League last night, the Edmonton Oilers win on the road in Chicago, beat the Blackhawks 5-4, the winning goalie for Edmonton, Former Wichita Thunder goalie, Stuart Skinner. He had 21 saves. He has won uh, two of his last three games. Edmonton has won three in a row. And they're in the they're in the number one spot in the wild card. But, yeah, how about that? Former Thunder goalie getting a win in the NHL for the Edmonton Oilers last night. In the NBA, the Phoenix Suns win at home. They beat the Chicago Bulls 132-113. to Coming off the bench for the Suns, former Wichita State shocker Landry Shamit made four three-pointers. On his way to 12 points, the Suns win their sixth in a row. And we did want to mention today that one of the great Kansas athletes of all time has passed away. Former Kansas quarterback John Hadle has died at the age of 82. He uh, played, of course, his college career at KU, two-time All-American. He was an All-American as a running back his junior year, as a quarterback his senior year. He's a heck of an athlete. He played on both sides of the football, yeah. too. So. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Of course, he led KU to its first ever bowl win, the 1961 Blue Bonnet we, Bowl. We talked about him the other day for some reason. I don't know. Remember that? We, we, his name came up. Yeah. What a great career. Great football player. And, of course, we'll talk about him throughout the morning. Yeah. But uh, the passing of a KU legend, John Hadel, has died at the age of 82. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 6.22 now. Keep it in for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Let's see. What is the magic number of steps each day to control your weight? Ah. Is it 10,000? for me, whatever I'm doing is not enough. Uh, me neither. It is, I needed to double it. Anyway, we're going to have a magic number for you. Coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 630 here on this Thursday morning, 28 degrees. Another case of bird flu reported in western Kansas this time in Hamilton County. The sheriff's office there says they've been getting reports of dead geese related to the virus. Officials stress that if you come across a dead animal and don't know the cause of death, do not touch or move it. 
Contact authorities. A former elections manager in Colorado strikes a plea deal over tampering allegations. Sandra Brown agreeing to plead guilty to attempting to influence a public servant a felony and official misconduct as part of an agreement with Colorado prosecutors. Authorities say Brown, a former elections manager, was present when Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters made a copy of a hard drive during an update of voting equipment in May of last year. State elections officials became aware of the breach when photos and videos of confidential system passwords were posted to social media. Peters, a known promoter of conspiracy theories involving voting machines, is currently facing several charges which she claims are politically motivated. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Amazon's CEO says the company won't take down an anti-Semitic film. Amazon CEO Andy Jassy, who is Jewish, says that the film that gained notoriety after Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving tweeted a link to it will remain for sale on the giant online store. Amazon's been under pressure to yank Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America, which purports to uncover the true identity of the children of Israel. Amazon has said it would look into adding a disclaimer, but that hasn't happened. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Veterans enrolled in VA health care are now being offered an initial toxic exposure screening with follow-up screenings at least once every five years at VA medical centers and clinics across the country. The screenings are required by the PACT Act, which was signed in the law in August. The promise to address Comprehensive Toxins Act provides expanded opportunities for VA health care and benefits to roughly 3.5 million veterans exposed to burn pits and airborne toxins during their service across all eras. The screening itself takes 5 to 10 minutes and begins by asking veterans if they believe they've experienced any toxic exposures while serving in the armed forces. Veterans who answer yes are then asked about specific exposures, including open burn pits, Agent Orange, radiation, contaminated water, and other exposures. Veterans who report concerns about toxic exposures will be connected to information about clinical resources and benefits. Veterans who believe they may have been impacted by toxins during their service are encouraged to seek enrollment in care at their local VA. And while the screenings will not automatically result in benefits, officials say it does help in the process. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The real story the next couple of days is going to be a brief warm-up and gusty winds, in fact, as high as 40, even 45 miles per hour, both today and tomorrow. Clear, rather chilly here early on. Sunny, breezy, and 50 for our high this afternoon. Clear and not as cold tonight. Tarlow 40. Sunny tomorrow with a high 68 with a much colder air mass coming in Friday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now partly cloudy, 28 degrees, and we have a south wind at 13 miles per hour. 6.35 now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Thursday, December 1st, the first day of December. Of course, just that means about 24 days until Christmas uh, this year. And I'm sure we're going to start some, start to see some real heavy shopping here, especially this week when the weather's going to be so nice. But, and this weekend, there's going to be some big shopping. Yeah, we've got uh, something coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning with Steve and Ted. We're going to have a special guest 
Wichita Battalion Fire Chief Jose Ocades will be with us. He's uh, part of the Community Risk Reduction Division, which means he keeps folks educated about fire safety. This time of year, you know, you're out there uh, putting, uh, putting up the electric lights in the front yard and, and uh, stringing lights inside the house, and some people are, are using candles, uh, festive candles this time of year, and uh, there are some heightened fire dangers. And uh, Chief uh, Ocades is going to be with us to talk about maybe some things you should think about during this uh, holiday season. As you put up the decorations this year, Uh, December 1st, on this date in uh, 1824, the presidential election was turned over to the U.S. House of Representatives when a deadlock developed among John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson, William H. Crawford, there's somebody you never heard, hey, Bill Crawford, and Henry Clay. Of course, uh, Adams ended up the winner, four-way into the House of Representatives, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that was in 1824. country was just starting out and, and uh, exercising those, those freedoms and responsibilities under the Constitution that we have as voters. Huh, some high school athletes are making big bucks thanks to changes that allow them to accept major endorsement deals. California has become the trendsetter among the 19 states that let high school athletes profit from their name, image, and likeness without affecting their eligibility to play in college. Among them is Jada Williams, who was a social media star and a talented point guard when she moved with her mother from a Kansas City suburb to San Diego. She wanted to play basketball for a high school powerhouse and parlay her online prowess into endorsement deals. Now the 17-year-old is pulling in six figures a year from six major endorsement deals. What a strange new world we live in. This is the new uh, normal. Yeah. There okay. are no such things as amateur athletics anymore. No. And you get to be a star when you're 16, and then when you're 22, you're a has-been. you got nothing left. Could happen. You know, I hope that she's, she is uh, smart enough and her people are smart enough to take that money and put it away someplace and not go out and spend it on new shoes. <laughs> All right, Steve and Ted of the morning here at... KNSS, uh, 638 here on a fairly, well, a chilly morning out there. It's time for our KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. All right. Bear with us here. Bringing Tom Leffler on. You know, Tom, are you there? Yeah. There you go. I had the wrong headset on. (laughs) He had the wrong headset on. Okay. Really? You've we'll got, try that again. You've got more Good than morning, one. Steve and Ted. Hey, there you go. <laughs> well, Wednesday, the cattle complex enjoyed a second straight session of closing on the positive side. The feeder cattle had triple-digit gains. The February live cattle and January feeder cattle yesterday scored four-session highs. And we're hearing, or we saw actually, cash trading higher yesterday, $155 in the Southern Plains. Lean hogs started with negative trade and managed to close positive. The February and April lean hogs had outside trading sessions. On the close, Feb cattle, 87 cents higher, 155.67. January feeders, $2.47 higher at 180.47. And Feb hogs, $1.20 higher, 85.35. 
Now, overall, Wednesday was another session that lacked fresh price-moving news for our grain and soy complexes. The corn and soy bean oil closed negative with the wheat and corn on the positive side. Wheat futures had double-digit gains after closing negative the previous three sessions. Now, the Dow yesterday closed up 737 points, second-largest gain this year due to Fed Chairman Powell signaling that the Feds will slow rates increases. The U.S. House passed a bill yesterday to end the possibility of a railroad strike. And now it's going to go before the Senate. At the moment, we've got downside in the grain complex. March Casey wheat six and three quarters lower at eight ninety three. March corn down three pennies at six sixty four. January beans twelve and a quarter lower at fourteen fifty seven and a quarter. January crude oil is trading at dollar seventeen higher at eighty one seventy two. February gold thirty seven and a half dollars higher at seventeen hundred ninety seven forty. December S and P two and a quarter points higher at four thousand eighty three and a half. December dollar index fifty five cents lower at one hundred five dollars thirty four cents. And December Dow Jones futures down twenty points at thirty four thousand five seventy nine. For commodity trading, rag marketing advisory, contact left for commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight six six go to Tom. Tom, the the, uh, the Christmas season, the holiday season, of course we. We're going to eat more turkey and probably a little more ham. Does that have any impact on the commodity market at all, uh, as far as uh, as far as what we what we're eating, what we're putting on the table? Not really. Uh, and the other thing is, what little impact it might have actually happens well before the season because all that buying has to be done earlier yeah, than yeah. you know at the last minute. But no, it does not have a huge effect. All right. Uh, you know, when I was uh, uh, growing up in two different places where we lived, uh, my dad would go out. And, of course, we had four boys in our family, and we were always hungry. He would go out and buy a, a portion of a, a beef. I don't know what a, a pint or a quarter or whatever it was. And then have it all cut up and put in a locker. There was two places, a meat locker someplace. And then he'd go to, he bought it and go down and get what he wanted. Uh, is that still done? Do they still have that kind of thing going on? Yes, and it even became more prevalent back during the COVID situation, and we saw a lot more of this going to the farms, buying a pig or half a pig, a beef or half or a quarter of a beef, and, you know, put it in your own deep freeze, and uh, it's still going on now. Uh, It really picked up up that pace in the COVID situation. All right. Uh, So, it's only, what, uh, two shopping days until my birthday, are you? Have you got anything lined up yet? Uh, well, it's kind of like I was telling you earlier, you know, about having to buy ahead of time. I guess I didn't have that in my plan, so there's not enough time to get it accomplished. Really? Well, well played, yeah, Tom. I'm well sorry. played. You, you just <laughs> ran out of I can respect that. You just ran out of time this year. Uh, I don't understand. I'll tell you what. I'll put it on the calendar for next year. I, <laughs> I don't understand why that wasn't on the calendar this year, but... <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, uh, when I'm celebrating my birthday, I'll be sure not to think about you at all, okay? I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Top. 642, Thank Stephen Taylor, the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. He's got a good one today. I- okay. I'm curious about this. What is an annuity? Ah, that's on the way. Stephen Taylor, the morning here on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Steve, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 640, it's 647 now here at KNSS. Three big things. Three. A third person has died after an apparent fentanyl overdose in South Wichita. Two. One person suffers smoke inhalation in a house fire on Hoover Court in southwest Wichita. One. President Biden urges Senate to act on preventing a nationwide rail strike. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. And a traffic update here on our Thursday morning commute. It's going to be a windy day, so it might be a day when you when you have two hands on the wheel at some point. So uh, keep that in mind as we go throughout the day. Traffic update with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Sunny, breezy, and warmer today with a high of 50 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 40. Friday, mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer. Tomorrow's high, 69 degrees. Wow. Now partly cloudy, south wind at 13 miles per hour and 28 degrees. Wall Street rallies on an important speech. A good day for your 401k. The Dow exiting bear market territory two months after it entered. All of that enthusiasm spurred by one man, Fed Chair Jay Powell, who signaled the central bank is ready to slow its pace of rate hikes at its December policy meeting. The news Wall Street has been eager to hear. As a result, growth stocks, especially tech names, rallied. Shares of Microsoft, Apple, and Amazon all closing higher. In economic news, U.S. third quarter GDP revised higher to a 2.9% annual rate. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. The Dow closed up 737 points yesterday. The S&P up 122, and the Nasdaq <clears throat> gained 484 points. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. What is an annuity? Mm. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, is here to tell us about it. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, I think most investors probably understand a little bit about annuities. I found that there are a lot of misconceptions. There can be a place for annuities in many investment allocations, but I believe that the purchaser needs to understand how they work, particularly the fee structure and how much of that premium they pay goes to the salesperson and to the insurance company. An annuity is an insurance contract. The investor provides their investment as a premium that is invested by the insurance company. Now, the growth of that money is tax-deferred while in the annuity. Most annuities have provisions that will later provide a stream of income to the investor. Sometimes that income is guaranteed for life, or at least for a period certain. Why invest in an annuity? Well, it can be a way to self-fund for a stream of income. It can be reassuring because that income is guaranteed by the strength of the underlying insurance company. And the tax-deferred growth element can be attractive if the account grows. The investor will pay taxes on the growth of that money when they take income from the account. The insurance industry offers several investment styles. There's like a fixed rate annuity that guarantees a minimum return, a variable rate contract that is invested in funds that track and track that return. Index annuities grow at a rate that is tied to a certain index, like the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Insurance companies make their money by requiring the investors 
tie up their money for a certain period of time. They impose a hefty fee if the assets are pulled out from the account before the surrender period has elapsed. And there are often multiple fees to help pay for the guarantees in the contract. So they can be very expensive. The investor receives a guarantee for the price they pay. Annuities are not for everyone, but there are many applications that also fit into a financial plan. And, of course, your certified financial planner professional can help you determine whether one would be right for you and your investment portfolio. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call, number 634-2222. Just ask for me, Don Grant. And while you were speaking there, I was writing some copy here for another thing, and I missed the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> and you're the one who said, oh, good, Don's coming up with something I want to learn about. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. <clears throat> I, I know a little bit. Of, I know one or two annuities, and so I'm – but, you know, it's always fun to, fun to hear what you have to say because you, you make it pretty simple, Don. you got a good way to – Well, I'm a simple guy. To make it uh, so people can understand it. <laughs> well, thank A lot you. of times, you know, we get a little – it does not really double talk, but it's – you know, it's like when you talk with any expert. If you talk to an insurance agent or, or a planner or anybody, it's it's like they think you already know everything they're Sometimes saying. Sometimes they speak above your heads, and yeah. I understand that. That's that's a that's a real thing because you know a lot of people in my industry are very proud of what they do and they they want to show off their knowledge, but they don't realize that the people you got to check in with your clients every once in a while and look at them and see if their eyes are glossing over or not. <laughs> You know, whether they're falling asleep and whether they understand what the heck you're saying, you know. So you got to boil it down. Make it make it easy hey, to understand. If you're on the client side, because we, we, sometimes we don't want to admit how stupid we are, you know. Uh, you just kind of shake your head and go, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, that. But yeah. Right, right. Because the other day, my, my wife and I, through our planner, mm-hmm. purchased some bonds, and I still – to this day, do not know how bonds work. <laughs> yeah. Well, set them down. I'm sure. I'm sure he or she can. Oh, can, she can explain. I over it a, f- a couple of times, but you know, it's, it's, it's <clears throat> yeah. It's anyway. I know that we're going to make more interest doing that. That's all I know. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> Nash, today is here's something we can understand. Today is National Pie Day. Which pie? The there's other, so the, many pie days. The mat. The, the eating pie. Eating pie. Dessert lovers across the United States enjoy a slice of their favorite on National Pie Day. Pie is so delicious, we celebrate it actually twice a year. Yes. Actually, the more popular date is January 23rd. Why these dates are significant in pie history, I do not know. It doesn't explain. But uh, what the heck? My wife asked me last night, she said, are you going to finish up that pumpkin pie that's in the refrigerator? Because we've still got some left in there. And I said, well, maybe I'll get around to it, but uh, you know, huh. it's not urgent. Well, you know, we've done, we've had enough over the nineteen closing in on nineteen years that I've been hanging out with you guys. <clears throat> I've learned what your favorites are. Yeah, I mean, it's I a, know that Ted is going to say it's a French silk. Yeah, yeah, he, he likes he's, he's a, a great lover of <clears throat> chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. And I go for the the banana creams, the coconut cream pies, those. Yeah. But not meringues. I don't like meringues. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a meringue fan either. And, and I'd I'm rather a, throw whipped cream on that baby. And I'm yeah. not big an apple or peach pie or something like well, that. Well, I tell you, we have a third, three-generation-old recipe for a pumpkin chiffon, which means it's got it's got some gelatin in it, and you also whip egg whites and fold them in there as opposed to just mixing the whole egg. And so it makes it a lot lighter and the sort te- of the fluffier. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I, I made one uh, for Thanksgiving, and I tell you, I had the last piece for breakfast a couple of days ago. That sounds good. It's really good. And and, and you got have, you have about a, a, a three-quarters of an inch of whipped cream on top of that baby. Or more. Yeah. Or more. <clears throat> or more, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, thank you, Don. National Pie Day. Thank and if you, you missed it today, we're going to celebrate it again in January. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. 6.55 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up at 7 o'clock, top of the hour, all the news with Stephen Ted. President Biden urging the Senate to act on preventing a rail strike. And one person's been injured in a house fire in southwest Wichita. Those stories on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. At Hutton, we don't just design. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.